We cross over live to our beloved Alamatul Ustad all the way from Standard 10 on this beautiful Friday morning. And of course, before we greet our beloved Ustad, let me just uh, uh, give the news to Ustad. There's a message going around that uh, uh, one of our ulama, one of our youngsters, Hazrat Marhum Mulana Bilal Amla, who was shot yesterday, 11 o'clock. I see Haji Salim just contacted us now from Durban. He passed away. He left two kids. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant uh, Marhum Mulana Bilal Amla the highest stage in Jannatul Firdaus. I had to tell this to my Ustad. Let's go to my beloved Ustad this Friday morning. Ustad, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu fikum wa arafat. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. May all Allah Jalla Wala grant Mulana Jannatul Firdaus, his family, Sabri Jameel. We all should read. Surah Yaseen, speaking of Surah Yaseen, today, Alhamdulillah, our Nasiha, which we send out daily, focuses on the virtue of Surah Yaseen. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma bad, all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We continue with our series on the Noble Quran. Today we focus on Surah Yusuf. Surah Yusuf is chapter number 12 of the Noble Quran, and it comprises 111 verses. And we find that Nabi Yusuf alayhi Mubarak name is mentioned 27 times in the Noble Quran. The Surah was revealed in Makkah Mukarramah, meaning prior to the migration of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. We have Nabi Yaqub alayhi who is the father, and he has 12 sons. The full brothers are Nabi Yusuf salam and his brother Bin Yamin, Benjamin. The other ten brothers are brothers that share the same father, Nabi Yaqub salam but the mother is different. So Nabi Yusuf salam is very young in Canaan, there in Palestine. He sees a dream, Inni ra'aytu ahada ashara kawkaba, I see eleven stars, referring to his brothers. Washams of Al-Qamar and the sun and the moon, they all are performing sajda to me, meaning they will be greeting him and so forth. He tells his beloved father, the father says, La taqsus ru'yaka ala ikhwatik. Don't tell your brothers about it because they are jealous of you and envious. Nevertheless, the brothers come and they tell the father, Allow us to take Nabi Yusuf alayhi salatu salam. We love him, he'll play with us and so forth. The father said, no, I fear that the animals, the wolf and so forth would eat him and consume him. They said, please. Nevertheless, Nabi Yaqub gave permission reluctantly. When they went far away from the house, then there was a well there. And they threw Nabi Yusuf in this well. And when they came home, Isha time, They were crying. And they said the animal, the wolf came and ate him up and so forth. They showed the kurta mubarak of Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam and they had some blood. 
So Nabi Yaqub knew that all these are lies and fabrications. He said, very clever wolf, this is an animal. There is no marks of the wolf there, meaning that it did not tear the kurta mubarak or anything. Now people came who were passing by and they wanted water. Lo and behold, when they took out the bucket, instead of water coming out, Nabi Yusuf came out. So yeah, Bushra Hada Ghulam, handsome Yusuf. And now they're saying, what must they do? The brothers are watching from a distance. They said, yes, this is our slave. He ran away. We're selling him. Take him. They wanted him away from the father. And that is how Nabi Yusuf is taken from Palestine right there to Egypt and then sold into slavery. Inna lillahi wa inna Look at the trials and tribulations he went through. Then there was a minister there in Egypt and he had no children, and subhanallah, he looked at Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam, handsome Yusuf alayhi salam, he purchased him, and now he's living in a wonderful palace, and this person's wife, when she just saw Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam, she fell in love, madly in love, minister is gone, she closed all the doors, all the windows, she said, come here, Fulfill my last and desires. Nabi Yusuf salam, said, Ma'ad Allah, Allah's protection is absolutely haram. And then she made propaganda that when Nabi Yusuf salam, was running away, then he opened the door and he told, she told her husband, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that Nabi Yusuf salam, had, you know, un, uh, terrible motives and so forth, Allah forbid. So, the voice came, the child said, In Kana Kamisu Kuddam in Kubulin, if it is the Kurta Mubarak torn from the front, then Faswadaqat, then she is speaking the truth. And remember that Nabi Yusuf salam, Allah forbid will be guilty. But if the Kurta Mubarak is torn at the back, then she is guilty and Nabi Yusuf salam, is innocent. When they saw, then the Kurta Mubarak was torn at the back. So definitely he realized his wife, Ulama have written her name was Zuleikha. So in that way, she said he must be put into jail and so forth. He said, yes, it's better I go to jail compared to all this thing. Subhanallah, he stayed in jail. Yeah, now in Egypt there's drought and Palestine also there's drought. He's a master of dreams and interpretation of dreams. So now there were other people with him and he told them what is the meaning of it. When this, when this drought became intense, then he told the ruler, there is my Siddiq, my, my friend there, and he knows how to interpret the dreams. said, go call him. Nabi Yusuf salam, said, fine, that I'll give you the meaning, but I'm not coming first ask the ladies there. What is their story? And they are the ones who are guilty. They admitted. So he said, Has has al haq. Now the truth has dawned that they all are guilty. They wanted to seduce me. I am innocent. Wama ubarri unafsi. Inna nafsala ammaratun bisu. But I do not say that evil thoughts cannot go through. Remember, evil thoughts can go through any person. Allah ta'ala protect us. So that was the humility of Nabi Yusuf alayhi salatu salam. When he related everything, the ruler was so impressed. 
So Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam said, Ij'alni ala khazail al-ard, make me the minister of finance, make me the minister of farming and development. Lo and behold, all that was given to him. Afterwards he becomes the ruler of Egypt. That side, his brothers, going through terrible times. When they came, then this time ten brothers came. Bin Yamin was still there by Nabi Yaqub alayhi salatu salam. And he told them, fine, they did not recognize Yusuf alayhi salam, but he recognized them. That I'm giving you all this food and ration, and you give your father and family, meaning his own father. And that brother of yours, next time you come, you must bring him. He gave an extra coupon. When they saw, when they reached home, they said, subhanallah, the book, all the coupons are returned, and we got the extra one. So they brought bin Yamin, and the father said, that I'm sending you, you know what you did with Yusuf alayhi salam. Each one of you must promise you will not cause harm to bin Yamin. Surah 12, verse 64. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا And Allah is the best one to protect and the most merciful one to show mercy. Then they said, and he told bin Yamin, discreetly I am your brother, your full brother. Don't worry about these people. Allah will make good. Everyone was given their quota. And lo and behold, they took one utensil that belonged to the ruler, the king, and they placed it in the luggage of Binyamin. When they left, after some time, the azan went. Azan, the muazzin made an azan. Azan means announcement. They said, you stole something. They checked everyone's luggage, and then they found the suwa al-malik, the utensil of the ruler in the bag of Binyamin. They said, he'll have to stay here now. They begged him, that no, we can't do anything. So this was how Allah Ta'ala prepared. They, they all were reconciled. Now they went home. They told the father. Father said, I know you all are guilty again, and so forth, something else happened. Lo and behold, when they came again, now nine brothers came. So remember that mushkat. Now they brought the coupons that were good for nothing, meaning no value. They said, oh, al-kail, give us some charity. The brothers begging Yusuf salam for charity. Subhanallah. That is Allah. He gives izzat to whomsoever he wants. They threw him in the well, they sold him in slavery, and today they are begging at his feet. So always remember. He asked them, you know what you did to Yusuf, alayhi salam? You know what you did to his brother? So they said, anta Yusuf? Are you Yusuf? He said, yes, I am Yusuf. Allah, Jalla wa Allah, has favored me. The house father, he said, father, crying, he's gone blind. He said, take this kurta and put on father. Lo and behold, for Tadda Basira. His eye, he said, his sight came back. The sight of the Biyakub, alayhi salatu salam. Read Surah Yusuf, subhanallah. Ahsan al-Qasas, one of the best stories, incidents, and episodes in the Quran. لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبَرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ The whole family reconciles, and they are there in Egypt. So this is what Surah Yusuf is all about. 
quickly because I'm here in Stanerton by Dr. Babu, Joseph's place. Allah reward him and his family. Few announcements. Those of you who want to know about South Korea, you should purchase and buy the latest Muslim woman. MashaAllah, wonderful article there uh, of our trip to South Korea. So that's announcement number one. Number two, inshallah, the khutbah will be rendered by Sheikh Usama Khayyat from Makkah, and the khutbah will start around 11.30 South African time in Makkah Mukarramah, and Sheikh Ali Sheikh will deliver the khutbah in Medina Munawara. Third one, Jumma, I will be in Dandi, inshallah, with Brother Shiraz Ismail. Mashallah, he and his son Muhammad Zaid came to fetch me. So we are on our way. We will leave this morning for Dundee. And at night, between Maghrib and Isha, we'll be in Newcastle, Darulum, inshallah. See, Mawlana Arafat, any questions? Then we can answer them, inshallah. 25 uh, minutes to uh, 5 o'clock on this beautiful Friday morning. Ustada, before, inshallah, I pose the first question. Uh, there is a listener from uh, uh, Marhum Mawlana uh, Bilal Amla. Uh, send a message. One of the family members sent a message to ask you, is our son a shaheed? Uh, what dua can we read for the family? Because they all in uh, the moment said he left two sons and a wife and he's 32 years old and he farig in Madrasa Talimuddin in Isipingo Beach. And uh, the family members want to know, is he a shaheed? It is rank and status and this is a huge, huge trial for the wife, the children and remember this is what we believe in and that is what Surah Yusuf teaches us Tawafani Muslima wa alhikni bisalihin. Surah 12, verse 101. Ya Allah, let me pass away, a Muslim. Mm. Ya Allah, unite me with the pious people. Inshallah, the wife, the children will be united with Shaheed. And remember that we say he passed away, but the Quran says for him states, because he passed away Shaheed, but his alive, special life is given. But me and you cannot perceive and understand it. So the only thing is we can make sabr, we can make dua, and make dua for this beautiful country of ours, that law and order is restored, and we are protected from all these type of criminals. May all Allah Jalla grant Marhum the highest stages of Jannah, Jannatul Firdaus. Amin, Amin, Tum Amin. Ustad, is it compulsory for the female members of the family to be present during Qurbani, Ustad? Remember, it's not compulsory, and in this day and this age, when they are going to be there and the strange men there, then it's haram and not permissible. The hadith is mentioned in Musnad Ahmad Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha kumi fashhadi that what you should do is that you should be present when your qurbani is being done. But in this day and this age, if it is just the husband, the wife, and the children, and you're making qurbani, so that's fine. But now we've got 30, 40, 50 people, strange men, all that. Now the women want to see this intermingling, then remember that's not permissible. Ustad, somebody wants to know from Mayfair, is alcoholic perfume haram to use, Ustad? In Takmila Fathil Mulim, Volume 3, Mufti Taqi Usmani, Hafizahullah has written a wonderful academic article. From fatwa point of view, it is permissible to use that type of perfume eater that contains alcohol, so that will be the fatwa. Taqwa precaution, best to abstain from it and use non-alcoholic perfumes and eater, so that is the best of the best. 
Ustad, we got a message right now coming all the way from China. It's a sister, Akila, requesting for dua for all the Muslims what's going to happen here, uh, here in China. Ustad. Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, make it easy for all the Chinese Muslims, the Uyghur Muslims, and may Almighty Allah destroy the enemies of Islam Ameen. and the authorities. They want to extinguish Islam. They mm. want to brainwash the people. And all this is going on for years and years. And things are surfacing now. Make dua Allah give them hidayat to the rulers and the zalims. Ya Allah, if there's no hidayat, Rabbana la tajalna fitnatan lil qawmi zalimeen. You, my brothers, sisters, children in China and all parts of the world, mm. read Surah 10, Surah Yunus, verses 85, 86. <laughs> رَبَّنَا لَا تَجَلْنَا فِتْنَةً لِلْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ وَنَجِّنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Save us through your mercy from the people who are the disbelievers of Almighty Allah. Allahumma alayka bi'a'da'i deen. Ya Allah, all these people who are harming our Muslims in different parts of the world, whether it be in Palestine or Syria, whether it be in Burma or China, whether it be in Yemen or whether it be in other parts of the world, oh Almighty Allah, you decimate and destroy them. Ameen. 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 We go to Haji Yunus all the way from New York, United States of America. Honorable Mufti Saab, it says here, Juma Mubarak to you and to the family. He wants to know what are the conditions which should be observed when doing salat at home with your wife and female children when there are no other males, Ustad. Remember, the men should be reading salat in the masjid and the women should be reading salat at home. Just now, two, three minutes time, we'll be going here to the masjid in Tenetan. And last night, we had a nice, wonderful program. Allah, the reward of the Babu and his family and the officials, trustees here. And now, after Fajr, also a program. So sometimes it can happen while you are traveling or even at home, you oversleep. Then you give the adhan also if you can't hear the adhan. And then you read your sunnahs, for example, in Fajr and Zohar and so forth. And thereafter, the ikamat will be given by the husband. He will be in front. And then his sons will be behind him. And then the women folk behind them, the mother, the daughters and so forth. And if there are no other men beside the husband, so he'll be in front, he'll give the ikamat, and the women, the wife, the daughters, granddaughters, they're the back. And that is how they will read the salat in jamaat. However, this should not be done on a regular basis unless you are living in some remote area, a farm, and so forth. So if you are living in a city and town, the men should go to the masjid and the woman should read salat at home. Ustad, we go to Rosettenville this morning. Dear Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum. Two years back, I have taken some credit cards from banks. And because of some issue, I am not able to cover the charges of all. So I am paying a lot of interest. I want to come out of it as I don't want to take or give interest to anyone. I want to close all this. I am praying hard to Allah Ta'ala. Well, interest is haram. Quran Kareem states, Surah 2, verses 275 to 279. So if you got interest yourself or you can get interest from somebody, then you can use that interest to offset the interest that the bank is charging you. Both are khabis, both are impure. Al-khabisatu lil-khabisin. So to pay interest, to offset interest, so that would be permissible. But the principal capital amount that you took from the bank, that must be paid by halal money. Ustad, what is the meaning of makruh? Makroom means to be undesirable, and if it is makroo tahrimi, then it means that it is highly, highly detested, hated, 
and from makru tahrimi there's a sin also and if it is makru tanzihi then there is no sin but it is better to abstain and refrain Ustad, the sister wants to know, is it permissible for women to trim, shape their eyebrows, Ustad? Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, tells us about the shaitan, the Iblis, when he was expelled from Jannah, Surah 4, verse 119, I will command them to change the creation of Allah, the hadith in Sahih Muslim, Mustafa Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, Allah's curse is on the beautician, the lady who does it, and on the clientele, the lady upon whom it is done. So absolutely haram to trim and shave the eyebrows, definitely unacceptable. We said we go to, <clears throat> we go to France this morning, <clears throat> Sister Leila, all the way from Lyon. She's asking, Muftisab, is it permissible to print animated cartoons and images of people? Ustad? Definitely not permissible. Remember that is desecrating that what Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us. Sometimes people are making cartoons of Islam and of great, great personalities. Sometimes Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And even if you make cartoons of your own children or family, all this is haram and not permissible. Remember in Islam that is not acceptable. Mustafa Mu'allima from... Uh... Uh, Perth in Australia asking, is Kayla a good name to keep, Ustad? Yes, Kayla is acceptable. Kayla means to be a leader. This was the title given to the leader there in Yemen. So mm-hmm. it is acceptable. Remember, Kayla in uh, Arabic is with a cough, and in, uh, in English, when you translate it, transliterate mm-hmm. it, then Q-A-Y-L-A, Kayla. So that is how you should spell it correctly. Last Gee, Ustad, uh, we go to Mauritius, uh, brother Naim. He says, Honorable Mufti Saab, Juma Mubarak to you, please inform as to how many uncles did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam have and who all from amongst them accepted Islam, Ustad? Remember, if you read Surah Abu Lahab, you will find all the details there. And Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's grandfather was Abdul Muttalib and he had ten sons. So it means Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's father Abdullah had nine brothers. So we find Abbas radiallahu anhu embraced Islam, but Abu Lahab and the others, majority of them did not embrace Islam. Okay, I have to rush now for salat. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.